good people. What up, what up? Pull up a chair and join us at the Hip Hop Roundtable. Uh, this is Landon Hill back on the mic again with the two. I mean, they always special, but these are two regular brothers now for, for the episode that we got here, man. Um, this is oh, this oh now is, he want to say this when we've been right. I'm just saying, okay. I, I, I hate <laughs> every week, but you know what I mean. This is this is extra special. It's extra special for a couple reasons. Number one, like we we celebrating a hundred episodes that are at least gonna be going out. So this is this is a super special one for us. And uh, very true, and, you know. Um, and then we got a special guest with us too to to celebrate one one hundred. So um, yeah, but before yeah. we intro him, of course, right here to my right, got the one and only M O M Mind of Mylan, Mister Mylan Drake. What's going on with you, sir? Oh man, same thing, man. In the in the streets, in the building, trying to save these kids uh, out here. Um, excited about this episode. Um, feeling good. Not necessarily feeling great about. I haven't seen enough hip hop in 2020, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll get into that later. Why you gotta be so negative on a great hey, day for a podcast, it's, it's, bro? Because it's what we do. We're hip hop roundtable. I need more hip hop to bring to the roundtable. Right, man, so, I ain't gonna get into it with you today. But, but yes, I'm I'm excited. I, I, I'm here. I'm <laughs> That's what we deal with. <laughs> and then uh, down there, holding down all of Southern California, man. He he. Around all over the place, but it's currently in LA. We got the one and only YG, aka Young Ghost, aka oh Young my God. What's going on you with know, you, sir? Man, is first I'm gonna say it's 2020. Can we please put the YG Young? No, Ghost? brother, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere, I'm sure. What you mean? Gonna pop up again somewhere? That's, that's your guy. <laughs> I guess aliases and all, but I'm good down here, y'all in LA. You know, started a new year, of course. Uh, you know, I'm staying in the building, but uh, you know, the the streets is calling, man. I, it's it's going to be ready. <laughs> See that? I that's why we building. can't let it go. You know right what I mean? We can't let it go. But hey, it's about time. You know, things are lining up, and uh, you know, all the things that I learned in the building, man. It's time to just spill out to the streets so people can know. But I'm I'm definitely good. I'm glad to be on here, especially on this special occasion man it's it's a good time right now all good all good well um real quick before we before we intro our our guest man um you know as always you can actually now find uh us first at our our website hiphoproundtable.com um we 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 just recently launched that man and, and super excited about it please make sure you go there too just to subscribe um because as we get more subscriptions we can do more things. We can also let y'all know when we finna have more special guests, all that type of stuff. Um, you, there's also a link there to all the archived uh, episodes. Um, and yeah, just a way to way to continue to connect. Also on Facebook, um, on uh, on iTunes. Uh, if you search Hip Hop Roundtable on IG at Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast, um, all the places you can connect with us. Um, and you can also shoot us an email, Hip Hop Roundtable or, or uh, yeah, Hip Hop Roundtable. Uh, dot podcast at gmail.com um, I should say podcast at gmail.com if you want to connect with us that way uh, so all that said man um, again to, to celebrate this this special occasion for us um, we have uh, MC producer uh, Jamla Squad member slash signee uh, I, I don't know what other what other what other titles uh, this this man has or goes by 
Um, but we have he hasn't posted a video, but I, I think he's a fake Cooper. We don't know. We don't have it. Have we, have we don't. We don't have proof. Have, you know like, like, yeah, no I evidence. Like, that. where's a lot of jersey? Where's a lot <laughs> I, of was, jersey? I was. I was. We we just gonna get into that too, but I'll I'll we we, we, we get into that. We definitely gonna get into. We we gotta get into that, man. We have Ruben Vincent here joining us for the podcast today. What's going on with you, man? What's up, man? Uh, shoot, I can just say, man, bless, you know. I'm here on the way, just leaving campus, on the way to Charlotte, about to go do this photo shoot real quick, uh, just prepping for the new music that we putting out this year. So, you know, grateful for That's what's up, man. That's what's up. And uh, you're at, at, you know, you just say you're leaving campus. You're at North Carolina A&T. Is that right? Yep. Yep. I'm at A&T. Okay, cool. And this is a, this your second year? Uh, this first year. Oh, this is your okay. first year. Okay. Yeah, first hey, year. Let's get it. How's how's yeah. that been going? It's fun, man. It's uh, it's it gives me time to like you know connect with people and meet new people from different places, and on top of that, just learning more. You know what I'm saying? Especially in classes, and just learning and getting experience. You know, it's giving me a lot to talk about as well, especially in music. So, um, it's fun. It's fun. You know what I'm saying? I love it over here, especially at HBCU. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm digging it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, and I, um, I, we're going to jump fully into the music uh, in a little bit. And actually, I have some more questions for you <laughs> around, um, you know, your, your, your experience or, or planning to go to college and whatnot. Um, but... Yeah. You know, just right before we, we we even jump into that. Also, I don't know if you could tell us. I, I know you're on your way to a video shoot. Is this? I mean, to to a photo shoot. This for is this for some of the, the upcoming uh, music and projects, or is that just something else that you got that you got planned? Oh yeah, it's for it's for definitely for uh, upcoming projects and some stuff that we got coming out real soon. Like I can't I can't go into. I don't want to spoil too much, but um, sure. we put we definitely put on something soon. And I'm excited for y'all to hear the music. I definitely matured a lot from the last project. Uh, I've experimented a little bit more. I've, I've found myself as an artist, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, nice. especially with the first project, I was young, I was 16, and I was trying to find myself as an artist. So, like, now I feel like I've crafted, I done seen the world, and I came back and found myself as an artist. That's dope, man. I mean, and and I I think we all can attest to like the 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 progress and the progression um, that you had since since your first uh, since your first project and your work. Um, and I guess maybe just to just to kind of kick yeah. things off, man. Um, you know the the reason yeah. that we even able to have this this combo today um, is because. We got, I think, a special connection, you know, through, through. I can't believe I'm giving this man some props here, but Mind of Mylan right here actually is, is the one who, who was able to make this, make this connection work. Uh, can you, can you explain a little bit? Cause we don't need him to hype himself up. He does that enough already, but can you explain to, to the people like how that connection kind of came about and, and, and what that led to? Yeah. Um, I remember I remember when I was 13, I think, yeah, I was 13. And I was in my room just recording stuff on my little laptop. I didn't even have a microphone. I had like little headphones, but they had like a mic connected to it. And I used to record all that. And I just remember, it's crazy. I don't even think I ever told him this, but um, 
before he tweeted about me a week up before that, I was emailing, trying to find all my favorite email, favorite producers' emails, like from Primo to Nice and like Static Selector, like all these people. And I remember I was the last person I was going to email was Nice. So I went to his Twitter, like hoping to find his email. And I saw that he had Jamal records and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, like, I was like, oh, he's here. Like, he's not that far. He's in Raleigh. He's like, but something, I was just like, nah, he probably would never see the email. Cause I wasn't getting replies from Primo or like when I was from them. So I went to school on Monday. I went to school on Monday. Uh, I didn't have a phone at the time. I was in seventh grade, so I couldn't really like be on my phone. <laughs> this is the real. So, hey, this is the story, man. This is what it's about. <laughs> I remember. I remember coming back home from school and going on Twitter on my laptop, and I had like twenty-one Twitter notifications. And in my head, I only had like five followers on Twitter, like at the time. So I was like, what? <laughs> like "What's going on?" Like so. I thought I got hacked or something. I was like, <laughs> so I checked my notifications and I don't know the I don't remember the tweet word by word, but I remember him saying like, "Yo, this kid is 13, and he would be a dope addition to Jamie." Blah blah blah. blah. And uh, and then I just saw a ninth one that has probably you Rhapsody as probably you. And at first, I thought it was like I thought it was a fake account. I was like, "Nah, this ain't this ain't nice. This ain't nice. <laughs> So I'm like, "Ain't no way." So then they was tweeting each other. They was tweeting back and forth like, "Yo, he's dope." Sin, they was like, "Yo, matter of fact, tell him to DM. He's like, "DM me." So I'm like, "Oh snap!" I, I grab my laptop. I'm like, "My mom's going, mom, mom, mom." I was like, mom, nice one to follow me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. My mom, she's African. She's not, she's not in tune. She's not in tune. She's not in tune with hip hop. So like, when I told her if one to follow me and rap, she followed, she's like, who, who is that? Who's right. That? So I'm like, uh, I'm like, look on Wikipedia. I'm like, such nice one up on Wikipedia. And then she sees like, nice one to produce for Drake, Jay-Z, Kendrick, like Kendrick Lamar. She's like, well, reply, reply, what you doing? Yeah. So he's sitting there, he's sitting there excited. And so yeah, that was that was what happened. He told me to come up and record. I went up and record with my I drove up with my mom and I recorded. And what's funny, uh I, I never told anybody this too. When I went up to record, I had a notebook full of raps because he'd been telling me like write seven songs and bring them prepared. But mm. the day before I lost my notebook. Oh, that's oh. crazy. <laughs> so I lost all the raps in my notebook. Oh, snap. what I did, and I Duh. told him. So I was so I was panicking. I was like, "Yo, what am I gonna do?" The whole car ride, I wrote like songs, like back to back, and like like I had four songs written by the time we got to night. So he was like, he was like, "Man, you lost your notebook. What you gonna do?" I was like, "Oh no, nah, I got songs written. I wrote these in the car on the way here." So like <laughs> that night, I laid all four. And then for the whole weekend, I think I ended up doing like 10 songs in like three days. Wow, man. He was like, yo, what is like, he was was just so like, he was astonished because all I I needed was the studio and I just wanted to work and I was so passionate, passionate enough to work. So he he told me how he he admired it and we kept in contact. We kept in contact for years. He was, there was helping me develop as an artist, especially I was young, so they was trying to like teach me like breath control and flow yep. and melodies and how to write a book. 
So they was molding me for years until when I was 16, Mike had, um, he, he texted me, he had heard something I had sent him and he was like, yo, you sound like you're ready. And then, so he, I come back to the studio. And so I came back and I recorded like 14 songs in like a weekend. And we was talking about like projects. And then I went back home and he texted me like one day, he was like, yo. And I was like, and I guess he got a new number at the time. So I didn't know who number it was. I was like, who is this? He was like, this ninth. And I was like, what's good? And he was like, <laughs> He sent me. He sent me like the Jamal logo. He was like, "You ready?" And, wow! And then it's me ever since. So, Ooh. that's the story. Dog. Yeah, that's a that's crazy that's story, bro. <laughs> real dog, man. Uh, I'll, uh, go ahead. I'll say I'll jump in. That's very inspiring for me. Um, I don't know if you uh like listen to a few of our episodes or anything, but I'm a producer myself. But just, you know, through the swing of things of going through life, mm-hmm. it's been kind of like in and out as far as focusing on it. But it's funny that you said you went and gathered up all your favorite producers' emails because I did the same thing. And I sent one out and I didn't get no reply either. But wow, you know, I just was like, yo, I'm, I did it. I wrote this whole like letter and I just it, yeah, I just kept it pushing though. Like I didn't let it do anything to me, you know, and because it's a lifelong thing for me. So yeah. I'm not about no timetable or anything. Right. I just know that I'm continuing to develop. And when it's ready, it's ready. So dude, it's just so inspiring to hear you like go through that. Face is time and like, I don't know how that happened. Like I was like, and that's crazy. Like the only person I didn't email was the one that I ended up reaching out to. And then to come back full circle last a uh, couple weeks ago, I freestyled for Primo in New York. And so I it's just, that. Everything just feels like it's coming full circle, and I don't know. It's a blessing. Like it's sometimes I, don't, I can't even believe it. Man, <laughs> I, I saw that. I, I saw the. I saw the freestyle. Did you get a chance to tell Primo about like emailing him and all that too? No, that's the thing. I didn't even get to tell him. I was so like starstruck. I was. I was just like, yo, I gotta rap. Like that yeah. is my only right. my mission. Like once we yep. stepped in, I was like, yo, I gotta rap with Primo. For sure. And what was it? What was it like when you when you got the when you saw the Jamla logo sent from Ninth, and he's like, "Yo, you ready to go?" What was that? What was that feeling like, man? I was just like, "Yes!" It's, it, I was like, "This time, like I ran up, like I did, like I did when I was thirteen. I ran up to my mom's room. And I was like, "Mom, mom, mom, look what they said." I was like, "Mom, you want to sign me?" I was going crazy. I was telling all my friends in school, like, hey. I was like, "Yo, like." This is about to be the time. Like, I was just so ready, and like, I felt like I, I felt like I was ready. I, I'm going into my voice, and at the time, like I said, I felt I, I felt like I found myself, but I still was looking. But mm-hmm. that just helped me find. That just helped me validate, like I was in the right place and I was doing something right. So, for sure, that's what's up. And like, I I know, like, you know, I, I'm 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 interested to know, you know, to hear a little bit more about like kind of how you came to find your voice. But right before we do that, like, you you know, you talking about how you've been going and you you telling your mom, you know, how knife is it is following you. He's trying to sign you, whatever. She not really fully conceptualizing it. Like, what was it like for her knowing that you away recording songs with like these folks she don't know for you know over the course of a weekend? You in the studio all night. You. I mean, you got to be there for for crazy hours to record, you know, 14 songs yeah, a week or whatever. Like, what right. was that? Did she ever talk to you about, like, how she was kind of feeling and you kind of going through that process? 
yeah, like at first when it first started happening, she would be like iffy, like she'll want somebody to go with me, like especially me being 13, 14, 15. You know what I'm right, saying? Like true. she's she's like, oh, I'll be like, nice woman, come up this weekend on tour. Like I'll be so anxious, like we gotta go, I gotta go. And she'll be like, well, who going with you? Sometimes she'll make me be my cousin, my older cousin. And sometimes she'll be like, but then that she finally, it was, I don't know what was the point, but she finally gave in, like, was like, yo, like, I trust these people with my son. Like, they, it looks like they're, they only want the good for my son. Mm. So right, she was finally true. just let, she was just finally letting me go up there by myself. She'll give me money. I'll be taking that money in using it and for food, you know what I'm saying? Buying mad junk food, pop tarts all in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> so I was using that. So she finally, like, finally started to trust. And now, like, I can go there without ease. Like, I can just go, like, call my mom's like, yo, like, now, especially now since I'm older, like, yo, I'm, I'm going to be with night for the weekend. And she's like, okay, like, it, it took some time, but she finally gave in and finally understood, like, especially when she started to understand, like, this is not for play. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. She started to see, she started to see like stuff happen, like me doing shows or Swiss beats following me and yeah. people, people talking to me. She's like, okay, I see like, this is not just some play stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's actually working. So she, she gave in, she always believed in me, but I know there was that fear. Like I don't want anything happening to my son and stuff like that. So. So I, I, I just got to, Two things. One, it's I, I. I just want the record to show that that, that you put Ruben on. No. Okay, we, we we know, we know, we got it, right? So, so we, we know. Thank you. He he already he already said thank you. Absolutely not. No, is that I just want the record to show that that this this interaction could have gone a, a whole lot of ways. So yeah, mm -hmm. I sent a tweet, and then he got connected, and three years later he got signed or whatever. I just want the world to know that you, I don't know your mother or your, yeah. or your father or your uncle, I don't know anybody in your family, but yeah, I believe wholeheartedly you were raised in a way that put you in the position, like this kid would not, not talk to me. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I don't mean like, he wasn't like, like if I hit him and was like, hey man, how's it going? Or congrats. I just want to say thank you, bro. I'm like, bro, it's good. Like you, <laughs> you did all the work. Like he's uh -huh. like, no, nah, man, I just really appreciate it. Like, he never, he could have been like, all right, well, I said thank you. I appreciated it. Mm -hmm. That was four or five yeah. years ago, my dude. Good day. Mm -hmm. We're, <laughs> you know, yeah. but for whatever, like, I think for whatever the cloth that you were cut from, you you have uh, uh, an immense gratitude, which is actually, I, I, it's, I'm going to say it's uncomfortable, but I, I didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't do anything, something. It, it was just, I was just the yeah. actor in the movie. But I just want the world to know that Ruben Vincent, the, the human being, was like, there's never been a day. Like, I, I, text, I, I text him, or when at first when we were tweeting, and he was like, yo, here's my number. And I was like, cool. And I was like, I'm thinking like you thinking about night. I was like, this ain't his real number. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then I would text him and be like, hey, bro, this, how's it going? And he's like, oh, man, I'm working on this project. Something's coming out. And he would not let that moment be like, Bro, that was five years ago. It's good. Thank you. I appreciate. It. I said thank you. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not ungrateful. But leave me alone. Or mm. hey, I got a new number, and I'm not giving you the new number. Like, I, our, he made right. our, that moment into like a real 
relationship. And I and I just want to say I appreciate that. And I can see that that was that, that was authentic. It wasn't just you like, oh man, I, I don't want this dude going on Twitter saying I'm <laughs> hey bro, how you doing? Like, nah, it's like nah, it's, it was an actual authentic, like, yo, I'm extremely grateful. But the way I just want I just want to acknowledge you and your your upbringing for that. And then the other side is I didn't do anything, you know what I mean? Like you you did all the work. You, I'm I'm minding my business on Twitter, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> like, wait, 13? Yo, hello world. Like, this is what it's supposed how to be. How did you hear? How did you hear about Ruby? I, I don't I, know. We've talked about like this and how you kind of sent the, the I mean, you we say sent the tweets and not like you 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 did like tag him in a tweet. 100%, but like how did you come across a hundred percent God just just scrolling through and I, I stopped on somebody's link and it and it had a beat and I was just and I think it had I feel like it, I can't remember if the beat had a lot of likes some some for some reason I clicked on it I wish I remember what beat it was and I pressed play and I'm like no like this is not a 13 year old like it was like no so then I listened to another one and I'm like wait wait a minute like, where's this kid? And I was like, wait, he's in Carolina. Ninth, you are Luke. You are Luke. Yeah. The game, bro. <laughs> you need to. Yo, no proximity. Like, you, there's, I was like, it doesn't make any sense. He's down the street. Like, you have to go find him, kidnap him, break the law. It does not make any sense that this. Now, if he was like, oh, he's in Cincinnati, you in Carolina, I get it. I was like, no, this is, a, this is an injustice. That this kid is in Carolina, and it sounded like a nice wonder beat. I mean, it, he—it mm-hmm. was literally. I was like, "This does not make sense." Yeah. And I don't know what made Ninth. Like Ninth gets a zillion. I don't really. I feel, was gonna ask. I that. feel like Ninth doesn't even really be on the so on social media like that. I see him on IG a lot. I don't know about Twitter. Yeah, so I was like, the thing. Yeah, he's the thing like is Ninth. Ninth was like the thing. Ninth was like he was like um when he told me he was like. The reason what made him click on it was he number one, he said he was in London on tour, he was bored, he was in a hotel, he said, and he said on top of that, he said what also made him admire it was like you said, you didn't know me from a can of paint. You just found my music online and you were just like because he was like usually hold on. Let me wait for this. Yeah, this works on us. Yep. The Hollywood of this cat, you know what I mean? One minute he's 13, next minute he's in the back of a train, you know, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, hold on, they're they announcing some stuff real quick. You know, let, let that happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like, uh, he was just, he was like, you didn't know me from a can of pain. He was like, the fact that you didn't know me, because he was like, usually he always get people that's like, yo, listen music or listen to my music or you know, listen to my little cousin's homie from down the street or something, something like that. So he was just it was like, you didn't know me and you told him, you was just like, listen to this kid. You have to listen to this kid. This is what made him want to listen. That's what he told me. So That's what I, was, I was literally going to ask that. When you were talking about I it, I was like, I wonder what Nine said and if he ever actually told you. Um, I was I was adamant, bro. Like, I was really angry. I was like, <laughs> I was like this is a, this is a travesty. Like, this kid is a, it was like, there is literally a Kobe Bryant down the street from Staples and y'all team is, you, this is what y'all do. Y'all win. Like, go get this kid because he's a winner. Like, he's, he's amazing. So, yeah, no. 
Yeah. So I, I guess speaking of uh, speaking of that project, right? I, uh, adolescent, right? You thirteen. You put it out, and like, you know, one one of the things that's been cool, especially prepping for the interview, is like actually going through. Like, I think a lot of times we we listen to artists, and you know, some will come out, you know, when they when they first put a project out, and then they drop a second one some years later. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Like this is dope, and you can compare. This one is better than, than the first one, or 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 the first one is still better, whatever, right? But as we've been prepping, like, you know, to be able to listen yeah. to the projects that you put out just back to back, it 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 really shows the progression in a different way, right? Um, but yeah, the but but what I was always but I what I've always been interested in, and then like it kind of brought me back when I was listening again to even the adolescent is. I mean, you mentioned in at 13 years old, bro, like folks that I didn't even know wasn't listening to till college. You talking about Big L, you talking about watching Martin, you talking about like, you know, all these cats that like, why does a 13 year old know who <laughs> this is? Like, this is like, this is, you mentioned in Boondocks, Dilla, like at 13 years old, wh- what was it that kind of got you to even? not just knowing these folks, but enough to where they're in your conscience as you're writing these rhymes. Like what, what kind of built that into you? Um, it kind of gave you that, that essence to, to even include that in your music at such a young age. What I, what I can honestly say, man, is um, that, like the internet, man, like the internet is a powerful place because like, I remember because right, the first rapper that really made me rap like, I always wanted to rap ever since, like, I was a little kid. I just thought rapping was cool. But, like, when I was a little kid, I thought Bow Wow was, like, the best nigga in the world. So, like, <laughs> that was Yo. Yo. But then I got older. And it was, like, when I when I turned, I remember this day with me. But I was eight. I, I think I was eight or nine years old. It was Yeah, it was 2008. So I was, like, eight. And my my dad had picked me up from my house from uh my mom's house and he popped in a car to three mm-hmm. and when i first heard wayne uh rapping on three peat i was like yo who is this like, <laughs> i was so hungry this I ain't bad one. Was, but I was, no. like the, like the thing is i knew who wayne was but it was just like that was like when he grasped me like i heard it and i was like yo who is this so i became a big wayne fan and then on top of that on top of that, I was becoming a big Kanye fan at the same time I was coming, becoming a big Wayne fan. Ooh, okay. So, Brad, so like, I had, my dad had bought me a PSP for Christmas, and my cousin from Philly, he had came down, and he was like, I was like, yo, he was, I was like, yo, put some music on my PSP tweet. And he was like, what you want? And I was like, every Kanye album, and I want Carter 3 and Carter 2. Hey. All Wayne's mixtapes. This and man knows what he wants. So... <laughs> That ain't a bad place to start, especially so where you was. That, that's a good there, place to I'll, start. Right, right, exactly. So I'm sitting there listening, just going to school, listening to Wayne and Kanye back to back. So then once I got a little bit older and I could finally start searching the instant, um, internet, it became Wayne, Kanye. Well, Jay was there too. So I could say Jay was on my PSP too. So it was Wayne, Kanye, Jay. But then once I got old enough to YouTube, I'm searching up Jay-Z and then I'm finding Reasonable Doubt and then I'm finding Illmatic and then I'm finding uh, uh, Tribe Called Quest and then I'm finding Ooh. different stuff. And then on top of that, 
while I'm finding all of these classic records, Joey Badass is taking over. Mm-hmm. So while I'm like 13, 12, I'm in sixth grade, all my friends is listening to like Chief Keef. And don't get me wrong, I did listen to it. I was listening to Chief Keef as well. But then I will I find Joey Badass and I'm like, yo, what is this? Like yeah. I heard waves and I lost my mind. So yeah. <laughs> on top of me listening to Joey Badass, it just made me go back even more. So then I dig deep. I'm finding MF Doom and I'm finding Dilla and the internet just uh just just different places just helping me find all these stuff. And then on top of that, I'm looking up lyrics on Genius and Nas talk about stuff Illmatic, Jay talk about stuff on Illmatic, um, Reasonable Doubt, and I'm looking up yeah. references and what they talking about. Now I'm doing research on yeah. I don't know, Al Capone or something like that, like just different yep. stuff. Just And I had, like, being 13, I had a lot of time on my hands. So you can ask a lot of my friends that I grew up with, like, so I used to, they would be outside playing basketball and playing football. I would be inside listening to rap music and writing and stuff like that because that's what I was so passionate about. So it was just, the internet really molded me. Like, even my father, like, him playing, like, pop growing up, and big, like when he used to pick me up in his blue Cadillac, that helped too. But then me being my curiosity from my father playing stuff, my cousin showing me stuff, it just made me go on the internet and just dig deep into that rabbit hole of hip hop. So that's a testament to the yeah, internet, cool. dog. That is that's really cool. Um, yeah. Man, I want to know like where that passion. Like you said, instead of going to play ball and football, instead of maybe, you know, doing most of the things that your generation would do, like what what do you feel like birthed that passion? Uh, I feel like passion just came from just being, just being inspired, just especially seeing, like Kanye was one of my favorite rappers, like of all time growing up, like, he has such a big impact on the way I say stuff sometimes in the bars, like the way I stretch words out or even like mm-hmm. to the down to the T of trying to be fly and trying to be cool because Kanye yeah. kind of made it cool to be yourself, and yeah. especially in the early days. So like being in school and not trying to cater to what other people was doing, but being myself and Asking my mom at 10 years old for a bait jacket, but she telling me it's too expensive. And she yep, never yep, she yep. buy that for, for me. Yep. And so it just was me being passionate enough and watching all my the people I looked up to like heroes, like as much rest in peace, like just like my friends was looking up to Kobe. As much as I looked yeah. up to Kobe, I was looking up to Wayne the same way yeah. and looking up and studying what they're doing and being passionate enough to be like, yo, I have to rap and seeing Wayne, one thing I felt like what I really correspond with is Wayne's uh, career and him being that young cat who could rap and being on cash money and having to prove that he could spit and actually, you know what I'm saying? So that was one thing that really, yeah, drove me to be like, yo, I may be the youngest, but I'm really going to show people that I can really craft music and spit and actually put stuff together. And just seeing that just made me want to be passionate to be like, yo, I'm going to start. I'm not going to wait till I'm older. I'm about to start this now. Yeah, man, that's hip hop, man. Y'all got yeah. something else, man? Hey, you, you, you mentioned you, you mentioned the uh, one, the, the bait jacket I saw on your. Uh, I, it's, it's funny, too, because like 
although although we there there's a there's a pretty big age gap between us. I feel like a lot of the stuff that you were still kind of on, like growing up, was the stuff that like when I was in high school, that's what we were right. on. And I I remember I saw some I saw some you you posted on IG. I think it was. Uh, some vape shoes, and he was like, "Yo, my eight-year-old self would be proud of me for copping these or whatever." Vape <laughs> was like the thing, like I and for I never real. had it, but like folks was like trying to get those. And when you got them, I could, I knew what you was talking about because I'm thinking if that was me, my 16-year-old self would have been proud to have some right when they was when they was coming out. Yo, I was yeah. I was so happy. Like it's like I'm one thing. That's another thing about me. Like. I'm big into sneakers and I'm big into like clothes and stuff like that. Like, I have a lot of vintage pieces in my closet. Nice. So um, it just was dope to go to LA. Like that was my first time going to LA. Me, I went to LA with rap and we went to the store and like, yo, I got to get these babes. It's like, it's only right. I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's only right. I've been wanting bases all my life. Like, yeah, <laughs> seeing Kanye and Pharrell, like even yep. Wayne, like Rocket Bape, like because even like you said, like a lot of things you're saying is a lot that I saw too. But it was because I had older cousins and I was always the young cat, the young kid who wanted to spit, like hang with the older. So okay, I picked up, I picked up a lot of stuff from my older cousins and just watching, like. So vaping, listening to like all the stuff that I was listening to was yep. picking it up from them. And it had well. the references and all that too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's most definitely that was definitely an accomplishment. I actually was about to cop another vape jacket uh, the other day, but I was like, I'm a chill. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that man. And and I'm 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 wondering too, right? Like uh you know, you mentioned um you, you mentioned being on, on uh, or, or going to LA with, with, with Rhapsody. Um, and can you just talk a little bit about like what that was? I know you, you've said before, that's like kind of like your big sister, right? You going out um, and recording like, it sounds like maybe even the first few times she was recording, she was there. Um, and I think you just, yeah. you, you've been, you've, you've done some shows with her on her tour recently too. Um, can you just talk yeah. about like what that relationship is, is like for you? Um, I know you maybe have talked about it a couple of times, but it'd be interesting to, to kind of hear that on this platform. Yeah, me, <laughs> me and Rap, bro, it's like, she's really like a big sister. Like, and if the thing is, it's like the big sister that you can tell anything to, like, nice. my, my, my problems. Like, if I if I mess with a girl, I'm like, yo, this girl tripping, bro. Like, let me tell you what she done there. Like, <laughs> I can tell her, she's gonna sit there and listen. We, like, me and Rap, like, like they they be getting tired of us when we live together because we goofy like we be laughing and clowning and joke like we joke more than we be serious like people be thinking we be serious all the time but no we definitely clown all the time we we roast each other we roast other people like we just we just be uh it's she's like she's one of my favorite people just her like that's also like she would because at first she was a great artist to me a great lyricist but getting to know her and rip and seeing how great of a person she is, it just made me like, it just, it just connected more. You know what I'm saying? So we be, whenever, whenever she's in town, I call her, we ride, drive, play music, go get some food. I tell her like, yo, I was with Shorty the other day, something like that, like just talking like that. And yeah, that's like big sister. Like she's definitely, she has a special place in my heart for sure. And she also helps me a lot with music and, she's she's done she's helped me and took me 
places and show me like, yo, we're going to go to this meeting and I'm going to show you just so you can be aware when it's your time. Like these are the stuff that you have to be prepared to do, like going to these meetings, going to studio sessions and a lot of like my marketing ways and the ways that I market myself and the ways that I carry myself as a person, I owe to her because just seeing her and watching her as an artist, it's helped me develop relationships with people and also know how to craft a little bit better when I write and also just connecting with people and knowing how to act in these meetings. So she definitely plays a special place in my life, for sure. That's dope, man. That's dope, man. That that gives a lot of insight too on just kind of how how artists move, right? In the business and just how you set yourself up. Like these are things as us day-to-day regulars, nine to five people don't know, you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, it makes me want to ask a deeper question. Like, you know, when you talk about marketing yourself and all that, like sometimes we think about just corporations and stuff, you know, pushing stuff out there, but maybe you can tell us more from like the standpoint of like the work that you got to do. And it almost seems like in relation to what we can even do ourselves as regular nine to five, like, is that something more that you're uh, curating and stuff and putting together or how much is it, is a corporation if you partner with somebody like it makes me think it's really kind of like not simple in a sense but something that anybody can do yeah it's just like especially with me i've always been hands-on with everything like especially since a kid like my mom will mom would tell you this like she would talk about it it's like i was such a growing up i always wanted to do stuff on my own like, I would not let anybody do anything for me. So, she, I've got better with that letting, like, I've got better realizing, like, maybe sometimes you need a little help. But right, right. It's just, like, that's that's how I take my marketing as well. And just, I, I can always use help. But one thing I am about myself is if I have, I will go for it. Like, for example, like this video, this crazy video I got coming out. I don't even want to spoil the details. But I wrote the treat. I remember I wrote the treatment. I drove, I drove to Charlotte on my own with one of uh, one of the label execs. His name is Andre Mego. Mm-hmm. Me and him drove. I told him, I'm like, yo, I got this crazy idea. We get the, we get the, we get the um, director. We call all my friends up. I shoot this crazy video. Like that's me, and I'm the person that I'm a pitch ideas, and you can ask nice and rap. Like I blow their phone up with ideas all the time. Like what you yeah, think yeah. of us doing this and doing that and doing that? Like I'm one of those people where. Always thinking of ideas. I can be in the middle of class and I'll have an idea for music and marketing, and I'll take time. Like, yeah, hey, I know I'll probably be on their nerves, but I'll be like, yo, man, what you think of us doing this? And what you think of me? Like, I should do this, or we should put this out this day because this is something, and blah, blah, blah. So, the type of person I am. So, yeah, what I can say is just marketing is just, it's, it's definitely hard and it's definitely complicated, but yeah. as long as you, put enough effort and invest in yourself and you got to be the captain of your own ship. So yep. once, as long as you're the captain of your own ship, then you're putting in, you're putting in your 110%, you should be good. And I know sometimes it may take a little bit of time, but it's all going to work out in the end, especially if you're a person that wants to do time and things and want to make a mark in music. So, or just in general, not even just music. No, for sure. I, Speaking of making your mark, um, I I, I want to also highlight the fact that I'm 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 happy for you. Um, 
I, I dare I say I'm proud of you. Um, I think I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with the way that you've been carrying yourself as a black man um, and growing into your adulthood from a young man to, um, from a young Simba to a Mufasa type of level. Um, I, I, in, in 2018, you sent a, a tweet, uh, you like Photoshopped, it was like a person holding like 20, I counted, I think it was like 20 Grammys. And yeah. it was in March. And I, the, the thing that I want to point out, what I'm so happy and proud of the fact that where you are with Jamla is town, um, Q tweeted exact, you know, somebody tweeted exactly, Rhapsody tweeted exactly, um, GQ cheated straight up. Like it's a family. And and I feel like that's the that was yeah. it. If I had to guess, if we could do it all over again, you could pick any label to go to. This would still be the right place. Like I think that was another reason why exactly. I was so adamant about. It's not about well, you go to death row and like like nah. It was really like this is a family organization, and I think that it would be a great spot for this young man to be a part of that family. So my question is. At Jamla, how do you all maintain a level of competition? Like you all trying to, like you put, you trying to win 20 Grammys, everybody, Rhapsody trying to win 20 Grammys, uh, uh, GQ, everybody trying to win. So how do you maintain a level of competition and at the same time level of support? Like how do y'all do that with recording, be it on each other's albums or individually? Like how, how do y'all do that as a, such a large group of, of, of artists? Well, one thing that Ninth always said is he looks at the label like a basketball team. Mm. And you, if you realize like a, a good team has a lot of great players who always show off when they get on the court, but they also know how to work as a team when needed. You know what I'm saying? When we need to be on this court, we're going we're gonna to all show our ass. And we all got to play like, I want you... Like for example, like I want you to play, I want you to play better than me. But at the same time, I want to play better than you. So I'm gonna push you. But at the same time, I'm pushing myself. And we gonna all try to get the, we gonna try, all try to win this chip together. So I just what I do usually, especially from my perspective, I can't speak for everybody else, but um, I I hype I hype my I hype my people up. Like I I'll be like, yo, like you're the greatest. But at the same time, while I'm saying that. I'm also like, yo, I gotta get up on my stuff. Like, I'm I'm trying to be the greatest too. So I'm making sure that you're the reinsurance. That's one thing I'm I'm big on, like reassurance of telling telling people like how great they are. But at the same time, it's like, all right, you great, but I got I got something for that. I got something for that. I hear right, you. Right. Like when rap plays me stuff, it's like I hear you. So let me go back and get on my get on my joint. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, let me let me go back and go crazy. Like I gotta go crazy and because. I don't want to be a lacking in the team, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's how we look at it. And we also compete, like, especially sometimes we'll randomly do records together in the studio, just play a beat and everybody get on. And it's like, you can nice. see in everybody's eye, like, we playing together, we're going to make this record a big banger. But at the same time, I'm trying to, I'm trying to have the best verse. I'm trying to have a better verse than you. But we all going to make this, make sure that this song is, you know what I'm saying? So that's how we look at it. I just try to make sure, like, let them know they're great, but at the same time, 
I'm I'm coming. You know what I'm saying? That's how you got to look at it. Like, it's all a competition at the end, but we're all doing it for the best of us. And, you know, steel sharp is steel. So that's how I look at it. For sure. For sure. That's what's up, man. So, so, and you know, I know we 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 kind of been been talking about your your trajectory, right? And getting signed, and you put out your your first project at thirteen, and then you, you know, ninth officially signed you, and then I think from there is when you put out uh, Myers Park, the mixtape Myers Park, right? Yep. Yeah, and so and so, can you can you just talk about just just quickly, like or briefly, like what? What was kind of the transition there for you? You know, you've been talking about kind of growing your your voice and understanding who you are as an artist, and I'm sure that it's even changed since then. But just from like adolescent to Myers Park, and now kind of working with Ninth and working with Jamla, like what was some of the transition that happened during that time period for the growth into that project? Uh, a lot of the transition, man, like especially me going through the teenage years, uh, you know, trying to grow into a teenager, you know what I'm saying? I was going through those stages, you know, going through the transition because from adolescent to Rise Park, it was like adolescent, I was in middle school, going through the transition, being in high school, experiencing stuff in high school, you know, with, with I don't know, school, family issues, girls, like, all the, the whole the whole transition and then Myers Park came up that to be because and there was some struggles that my family that I feel like I touched on more on my on the album that I'm working on the debut album that I have is like the family struggles that happened between that time like I try to keep that I try to keep that out because I, I rather I let that go in the music but I yeah, feel like yeah. it's only right to talk about it on this interview but it was like there was some stuff at home going on, especially between moms and my her, my her ex husband, mm. uh, her husband at the time, but he's ex husband now. Uh, you know, divorcing and us having to move out and struggling for a little bit, you know, stuff like that. Right, that right. That was happening. That was happening at the same time. I was going through the stages of being a teenager, but also having to realize like my mom is working a lot. I have to kind of be the man of the house early. I kind of have to go get a job. Work. I was working at Chick Fil A at 15, uh, making sure my brother and sister is straight, but also just trying to be passionate because it's like use, like just using music as an outlet and expressing myself. So while my right, while right. I was working on Myers Park, all of this was happening, and I was growing. I was just growing, trying to understand. Like it was feeling like like there's this stage of when you were a child and you're like you have no worries in the world. And then you, I'm still a teenager. I don't have really no worries because I got a roof over my head. I'm, I'm grateful for what I have, but it's, you're starting to see life. It, you start to see life a little bit different because you're seeing what it's affecting people around you. Like from my moms or my friends, like some of my friends going down the wrong crowd or mm. hearing some of my friends in my neighborhood uh, falling into the bad influences. And oh, well, he went to, he went to jail. Some somebody this and that, you know what I'm saying? It was just a lot of transition through those times. And I feel like from adolescent to Myers Park, that was like awakening. And after Myers Park, like, it was just like, whoa, like, it was just like a whole, like, look, this is really life. And trying to understand that and still trying to understand that to this day. So I feel like that was really what was transitioning throughout my music period with adolescent and Myers Park to the album. Like, and now, like, with this album, I feel like it's, 
to me, it's like my, like you said, uh, young Simba turning into Mufasa, you know what I'm saying? Like the tra- that transition of Boydie's world, like he's meeting the world now and seeing life and understanding life and taking what he saw as a child and applying it to his life now. And that's what this debut album is really all about. And that's where my mental is now at, at, my, at 19. Like it's like, look, you are a boy, all this stuff that you went through in life, you gotta apply it to your life now and see how you and how we made you the man you are now to this day or the boy you are now so it's this is this is the transition i'm in man now it's like the boy meets world the simba coming into mufasa like almost there but he still is simba that's where i'm at right now for sure for sure man that's dope dog I'm glad, glad I gave you the perfect analogy to use. Uh, <laughs> welcome. Uh, I'm just, just throwing it out. There's a lot Brother, of he, he already credited you with no, putting him already, on. You want to take credit for an analogy too? See, this, is, this was wrong with the country. I'm just saying, if I hear that in a song, if I hear oh a lyric, gosh, like, like, yo, how much credit I, I, I'm just saying, like, sometimes when you inspire the world. <laughs> okay, we're not doing it. No. Oh, here we go. And this is why we call it oh. M.O.M. <laughs> the, the mind of Milan. We don't know where it's gonna. Yeah, go. man. We, we th- this is yes. This is exactly why, uh, Ruben. You you may not know. I'm sure he has not told you, but but when we call him Mind of Milan, it's this type of stuff that we be talking about, man. Uh, but you know, uh, yeah, he, it's it's just wild. It's, I I don't know why we actually choose to sit down and do a podcast with him uh, every week, but we we still do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that, that that's really dope to hear, man. And you know, I know you can't give away too much uh, about the about the music um, that's coming up. Um, but I'm really excited to hear it because, like I said, I, I know just again, it's one of those things you kind of hear it, but when you listen it just back to back, I'm like, dude, I, I'm listening from Adolescence to Myers Park, and then even you know the most recent joints you put out, um, you had no problem. I think I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but uh, Albemarle Road. Albemarle Road. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and then the joints off the, you know, uh, Jamming as the Squad, too. I'm just hearing, like, the artistry, how that's grown. You know, you talk about, like, you know, yeah. breath control and all that. And, like, you hear it. Like, you can, it, it's very clear. So I'm really excited to kind of hear what's going to come next um, in, in this music that's coming out, bro. Like, uh, I, I, I'm, I I can tell that, that you know, you've taken your time. And it sounds like, to Milan's point, like, Jamla's kind of taking the time to help you develop um as an artist yeah um, you know and i guess on that same note like i can hear obviously i can really hear the 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 growth as a um as an mc on the on the production side like would you say that you've been able to kind of focus on that just as much or you know you got jamla got like monster producers right. to, <laughs> also learn from but is it like yo yeah i'm learning on yeah. the production side too just yeah. as much or is it i'm taking a back seat a little bit and letting them do their thing like how's that kind of been yeah. Uh, I've definitely took the back seat, but at the same time, while being in the back seat, I've been watching the road. Mm, so yeah. it's been like, for example, like I will have a song and Crisis might make the beat, but I've came into this more producer stage where it's like, yo, what you think about keys being put over here? Or what about adding a drop right here? Or we okay. take the drums out right here yeah, yeah. and add this and that. You know what I'm saying? Just little stuff. Like, yeah. I've definitely took the back seat because they're great at what they do. And I make beats here and there, like, just playing around. But I still watch the role because when I get older 
and I want to get my artist. I want to be able to know how to produce an album and produce a classic record and yeah. without without the struggles, you know what I'm saying? And learning like, okay, we, we need to go get strings. Let's go get let's go get horns for this right yeah, here. Yeah. Let's let's learn how to replay that or take these drums out and add this right here. What about this? Like, um, is in the I don't really make beats as much as I used to, but I'm definitely always having a producer here, especially when it comes to my album. Like, I would I would be the one to ask, like, what you think about us adding drums on this? Like, for example, there was this one song that's on the album. Uh, I, it's it's called Testimony, and I will, I remember when I first heard the beat, it was just a sample chop, and the sample mm-hmm. chop was so crazy. I was like, yo, I rapped over the sample chop, and I thought the verse was hard. But I feel like it didn't, the aggression in, in what I was saying and the aggression in the sample, it deserved hard, hard drums. So I told Christ, and I was like, yo, we need some hard drums on here, bro. Like, we need the drums to be crazy. And so he went back and he put drums on it, and it just made the song sound much bigger. So that's, that's where I've been at low, lately. Like, especially with my music, I've just been like, yo, I feel like we should do this, we should do that, we should do that. But I've definitely had took the back seat and let them make beats for me. But I am I am one of those people where I was saying you a sample and be like, what you, can you do with this? Or like I'll hear a sample and be like, oh, that sounds like something Eric you would do. Hey Eric, can you flip this for me and make the drum sound? Can you make the drums up tempo, add a little bit of this man in there or this element? And let's go off that. So that's what I've been doing, like when it comes to producing. Oh, hey, so you already know it's my turn <laughs> as hey, the producer. In, dude, this is like you giving me the books, man. Like this is I already have that innately in me as far as like those ideas you bring up about sounds, drums, different melodies, different like elements that you want to hear. And when I came into the game, just a short little bio of me of how I got into producing in 2003, I was in middle school. And that's when College Dropout dropped. Yeah. But before that, you know, we had all the Napster and all these different mediums of uh, downloading music. So I had every unreleased track Kanye ever did in his life. I'm talking about like he was wow. using his, uh, you know, headphone mic or whatever, right? Because uh, he would sample a lot of Al Green tracks and my family um, listened to a lot of Al Green. So that's how I got just into the whole sampling thing because I heard a lot of that music growing up from my family who is older. So I'm a sample producer, first and foremost. And then just, you know, keeping with the waves, mm-hmm. stuff like that, I try to teach myself, you know, how to use the different sounds of today. But dude, just the ideas and how y'all talking, I swear, like, as far as, like, a think tank, dude, that's that's where I'm at. Yeah. That's usually I want as a, you know, as a family and stuff. So it's good. And it really confirms, like you said, assurance that maybe I'm, I'm on the right track myself because... I'll think of samples, yeah. I'll hear something, I'm I'm shazamming everything, and then I'm going back and I'm chopping and cutting that part and I'm you know manipulating them like we do, right? So I, I send samples and stuff right. all the time. It's just I don't have the time or the um, musicianship to like add my melodies with, with pianos and stuff like that to give it that life that you're talking right. about. So just to hear you even talk about the process of just rapping over a sample chop first is just really like making my... Like that, that confidence. Like, okay, all right, yeah, that's what I, that's what I, I thought you could do that, but I don't know if people doing that. So, dude, you right. just giving me that that lens. Like, that's that's pretty dope. And uh, so that's that's my perspective. But then I'll ask you too uh, on your side. You know, you talked about having your own artist and stuff someday. 
Um, so, I mean, in the light of what you got going on in your career right now, do you think that producing um, would be an immediate future for you? Or is it something that just kind of like way down the line, you know, while you work on more of your MC? Almost oh, definitely. I feel like I want to just, I just want to master the craft of music in general. So for sure, for sure. Even though like I've even been like you you would hear it on this new album, like I've been more I've been melodic a lot, like I've learned how to harmonize. So right. I wrote hooks for I wrote hooks, I wrote hooks for people. I've even I wrote I wrote a lot of hooks for myself. I even wrote full full singing songs lately for nice. some people. And it's just me. Just I, I definitely want to get back into producing later on down the line and learning how to play keys or play different things and producing for people and because I hear stuff and right. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a student of the music so I can hear I'll be hearing stuff and I'm like for example I'll be hearing beats or like there'll be beats that people send me and I'll be like oh I can hear this person on there yeah yeah they could they could do that you know what I'm saying so I definitely want to get to a point and I see it in my future. I'm helping other artists. I'm working with other artists, producing with other artists beyond the scenes. But I definitely want to validate and make my market music as an MC first and let people know that I, I want to be one of the greatest yeah. to do it rapping. And then while I'm one of the greatest, I'm also dabbling in doing producing and writing for people. Mm. So I, yeah, I just want to take over all aspects of the music, most definitely. Right, right. And I definitely see that, just to interject, I definitely see that kind of like first in like a J. Cole, just to be like a prime MC, but then on the producer side, I can really say the same thing. So I definitely see you mm-hmm. stepping into that yeah, same that's lane. Yeah, that's definitely, where I, um, that's definitely where I want to go to in the near future, especially like l- later down, make, get my own label and just, just working with artists and even just, Putting people in power, you know what I'm saying? Right, that's, right. That's something I strive to do later on down the line. So, now that's that that's dope, man. Um, I don't know how we how we looking uh like on time with you. Um, just but you know we we definitely want to respect it. Uh, real quick, um, before we get you out of here, um, one, I know you I know you can't give up too many other details. Appreciate what you have shared thus far about the uh about the 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 album, man. Like that's a that's an honor in and of itself that we get any kind of sneak preview into that. Um do you you have a sense of, of when you might be releasing it or is that something that you could tell us? Uh I wanna just I wanna say most definitely give me give uh, this top top of the year. Not not top of the year, but middle year. Okay. Most definitely. Okay. I would say in the middle of the year. Okay. Uh so just I got a lot of stuff ready preparing the whole last year, just being in all summer and just crafting and working on videos and right. traveling back and forth from school to home or traveling back and forth to school tonight to get stuff done. So I'm excited, like I'm just prepared to let the world. I feel like right now, what this is, this what this is going to be, and I'm I'm manifesting. Yeah, yeah. This what this what this is going to be. This album that I put out this year is going to be the awakening of like if you didn't know me back when I did my part, you're going to be wondering who I am, and it's going to be a lot of it's about me. Like there's going to be that bubble, like oh this kid, you know what I'm saying? Right. So 
I feel like this is one time where people is like, this year is going to be like, who is Ruben Vincent? And people are going to be searching me up and trying to find me in. And I'm a, I'm a game on fans and I'm a, um, it's going to be leading into that house that I'm trying to reach. For sure. Dog, that's it, man. Claim it, claim it, bro. <laughs> so be, before, I definitely, I, I believe it. I, I, I see you, you're going to need, you're going to need help in the future to, to, to carry those Grammys off stage. Um, <laughs> and just transitioning into something else that we haven't seen manifested as of yet is your basketball skills. Uh, oh. I just, I, we haven't seen it. I don't know. I have not seen any videos. Myers Park. I didn't see any dunks or any any gla- two hand glass slaps or anything like that. I, I re looked at the BB guns video. Oh. I'm like, I can't really confirm. I can't confirm. So just as we as we. As we normally do on our podcast, we always somehow way bring sports into it. There's always a sports analogy, bro. Always, always. So, so my question for I, I like the way you're describing this album. So it could either be you, it could either be your album, it could either be how you feel about hip hop. But who, who, who basketball wise embodies uh, your bars? your album, your future album, like where you are right now, like who would you compare yourself to? Like if, if you were not necessarily your actual basketball game, but like, you know, the way that I spit, the way that I'm coming in this particular <laughs> album is yeah. like, like who? Uh, I'm not even just saying this because he just recently passed, but Kobe Bryant, young Kobe Bryant. You know what I'm saying? Kobe with the Afro? High school. Number, the number right. eight Kobe. He said, young. Yeah, he Kobe. said, yeah, this might be Lower yeah. Marion stepping in. Yep. <laughs> eight. Well, he yeah. passed the Lower Marion. Fresh out of high school. Yeah, I was about to say, fresh out of high school, right into the league, doing doing his thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is this is young Kobe Bryant. This is the freshman Kobe Bryant. This mm, is that's where I'm sad. at right now. I feel like, I feel like it corresponds with me. Like, it's, it, it's, core, it's, it's like, you can see it. It's like it's that young cat. He, everybody knew he was nice in high school. He went straight to the league right out of high school. Even though I, I went to college instead, but I'm still in the league while I'm in college. Right. But it's like um, I'm about to start taking these shots. I'm about to start being. I'm about to be on the court and start showing these people what I am. And then next to you know I'm gonna be standing next to the Shacks and I'm be standing next to the Jordans and playing against the Jordans. You know what I'm saying? But. I definitely want that. That's part, one person I can say right now for myself. It's like, I feel like I'm in this young Kobe Bryant era of my career, you know what I'm saying? Where people are about to start finding out about me. Like, so that's one person I can say, especially with where I'm at now as an artist, like just acting like I don't sleep when it comes to being at the studio. That's one thing about me. I, I will stay up all night. You ask anybody at gym, I would stay up all night. And I feel like even watching Kobe's documentaries where he used to say he used to be in the gym all the time. And it was just basketball. And he just wanted to be the best. That's how I feel like I am. And I stay in the studio. I'm constantly trying to work. I can be at school. I'm constantly trying to work. So young Kobe Bryant, most definitely. For sure. What, what, how old were you just mentioned just like you know talking about Kobe and and where you view him and kind of his legacy right as a lot of folks have been talking about like what age I, I'm trying to like at, at what what age were you when you started to recognize like Kobe is is that dude right because like come when he came yeah. into the 
I think I was maybe about eight years old or something. I don't even know if you were. I, I, I no no disrespect. I don't know that you were born yet. Like at the, yeah, I don't think I was. Yeah. So like when when you think, oh, that's the background. Um, who or when? At what point did you realize like now nah, Kobe is that dude for me, or or is he even that? Like is it LeBron that's the greatest for you? Like you know, in, in your in your mind, like uh, how does that kind of come about? I definitely grew up a LeBron fan, but I can't. I'm one per. I'm one person that would tell you Kobe is better. Kobe is. I, I respect Kobe, and I put him higher than LeBron, along with Jordan. But mm -hmm. the reason why I'm a LeBron fan because I seen more LeBron than I seen Kobe growing up. But I definitely saw Kobe was one of the first basketball players I've seen growing yeah. up, especially being four years old in my mom's house. My older cousins is watching AI and Kobe. So those are the two people right. I vividly remember first seeing on the TV. So he always just been in the back like, oh, this is one of the people people look at as great. And But it didn't really hit for me once until I got to fifth grade and I started watching basketball and playing 2K and, you know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. That's when I was like, yo, this Kobe is really like that. So that's when I could say Kobe was like, even like growing up, man, like being in school, like we yelled Kobe shooting, basketball, playing no basketball outside. We'd be in class yeah. throwing the ball in the trash can. Kobe, like, so he definitely had an impact on me. So I most definitely see, I rank Kobe higher most definitely, but LeBron definitely was the person that I watched the most, you know? For sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you actually said that because this, it, it kind of transitions into it. I'm interested to get your thoughts on this. Cause we, we've talked a lot about um, on the podcast about, uh, you know, younger generations going back and kind of understanding the, the historical context of, of folks that maybe came before them or those who they look up to or whatnot. And I actually, I saw this tweet that I wanted to bring to the podcast um, and, and your comments about like seeing LeBron, but also recognizing the greatness of like a Kobe or a Jordan or whatever. I think it just kind of correlates. So I'd be interested for, for any of us or all of us to get in on this. But the tweet said, you won't convince a 25 to 33-year-old that Drake isn't the GOAT. You won't convince a 34-year-old to 44-year-old that Jay isn't uh, that Jay ain't the GOAT. You won't convince a 45-plus that Rakim ain't the GOAT. In eight years, you might not be able to convince a 25-year-old that young boy isn't the GOAT. Rap is generational and subjective, right? And I'd love to get your take on that because especially as a as a young dude, younger dude who kind of has an old soul in terms of like what you what you kind of gravitate towards, what you were um, right. experienced, et cetera. But a lot of your homies, right, when you said it was like while you listening to ninth or Dilla or whatever, they on Chief Keith, right? And so right. And Mylon, as the old head that he is, he'd be mad at anybody that is even listening that, that would turn on <laughs> a young boy or whatever, right? So, but can you kind of speak to that in terms of, you know, what do you see as, like, are you kind of a, are you an anomaly in, in your eyes in terms of, like, really kind of gravitating towards the music that you do um, versus your, your homies? Or, like, do you find, like, a lot of your homies are still doing that, but they just like the music that's out now? Or, like, kind of how does that, you know, how, how do you kind of see that happening? I feel like, honestly, like you said, like the music reflects the times. Like, I understand. I, I feel like I understand my peers as much as I feel like there's music that came out that was better. Like, I don't know, 10 years ago, I understand my peers and where this 
from when it comes to young boy and, and the terms of damn young boys and all the people that's hard now, like the futures, I understand where my peers is coming from. And you know, as much as some songs I really don't like, but I do still listen to the young boys and the futures. And cause I see like all of them are descendants of Wayne, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And I understand it and I see it and I accept it, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. I just feel like it just need to be balanced. As long as there's a young boy, as like as long as there's a young boy in the game, there also need to be a Ruben Vincent game. Yeah, I was waiting for it. <laughs> I, I like that. I like how you I was waiting that. for yeah, it. I respect it. Yep. I like that move. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Like I I because res- I respect Young Boy and I respect his craft, but y'all gonna respect Young Boy as much as y'all gonna respect Young Ruben Vincent as well. Because when there was a J. There was also, uh, um, wait, let me say somebody else. When there was a, um, well, when there was a Kanye, there was a Gucci rising. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. you gotta understand that if the music is gonna reflect the times and it's gonna be the yin and yang, as long as there's a balance. Because when I'm with my friends at college and we riding and we about to go to a party, we, I'm not listening to Dilla, I'm listening to yeah. Young Boy, I'm listening to Future, yeah. I'm listening to Give Me Right. So, it's a reflection of the times and we're going to have these memories. And what I look at is like just living in the now and understanding the young, the young cats and what they, what they are, what they're putting, as long as they say, like, as long as they're saying something with, I know it's a different way or reflected in a way flow, but young boy is, if you really look at his lyrics, he's really, he's, at least he's talking, like at least he's making sense. Right, you know right, I'm right. So yep. It's just, I, I reflected in years down the line when we're when we're 30 and I think about this too, like when we're 30, we're gonna be telling our kids, yo, young boy was that dude at one time, or future was that dude. And this was this was the soundtrack to my freshman year, as much as night and everybody in the studio tells me when they were where they were when Illmatic came out, when they was in college and stuff like that. We're gonna yeah. be telling our kids the same thing when these young boy albums come out. As much as when a Kendrick album came out, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. Or when a Ruben Vincent album came out. So, yeah. as long as we got yeah. these young boys and these Chief Keefs and these young cats killing the game, we also need a Ruben Vincent to balance out when you in your room and you doing homework and you you playing uh, one of my records and I'm talking about what's going on through life and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As much as when you get in the car, you want to hear Future or you want to hear Young Boy. So, that's how I look at it. Dog, man, um, this is going to be funny. And I'm going to say this because uh, Mind of Mylan over there doesn't have too much, doesn't have too much faith in the balance of hip hop. But of course, me being a hopeful that I am, I'm always saying like, it's somebody out there. It's, it's some, basically, uh, especially when different sprinkles of uh, artists, like you said, Joey Badass, like we, had, we went through a span of like 10 years of just sprinkles that were able to hit mainstream that kind of mm-hmm. would push the needle over to you know balance the game and we that's what we talk about man so it's so crazy to hear you say that without even telling you you know what i mean like yeah. we all on the same wavelength when it comes to analyzing this hip-hop stuff so it's very good to hear that and being that Mylan is involved with you know what i mean kind of just seeing who you are and, and and tweeting it and it manifesting this way now he he could really say that hip hop is uh is dead or whatever and make them statements like that because if you hear our episodes he'll say it like every week. But knowing 
that he puts, you know what I mean? That he basically can't say that because he was involved with somebody who's uh, pushing the needle back to the to the balance in middle, man. Like, most definitely, I'm just keep it real. Most definitely, I'm just I'm just grateful to be in this position to push the needle again. Like, I'm a person that's all for the art, and I want to make classic albums. That's why I put so much time and effort into my albums, and I want to be able to, especially I feel like when they look at the young cats, they so quick to turn on them that mm -hmm. y'all don't have chance to listen. They don't have a chance to listen to what we say. So there's time, like, even as records, like new records that I've been working on, where I'm finding this balance of talking about what kids my age are going through, but at the same time, putting substance in it and putting substance in it to where they feel it, or even trying new stuff where I'm not, I'm still sounding like myself on these up-tempo beats where I'm talking, I'm talking my talk. But right. when, like, it, but when the beat, the beat is bouncing and all that, but when you actually listen, you like, damn, he's he's really talking his talk and he's actually saying something. And listen back to what he said, like this is one record I did, the other uh I don't know when it's coming out, but it's called Trunk Music or or okay. Crash, or I don't know, we haven't chose the title. Right, right. Mm -hmm. The beat is hard, it got eight oh eight, it's banging. And I, I played it for a lot of my friends on college campus, but they they hear it and they just hit a beat and the melodic hook when you listen to the verse, I'm actually saying something. So that's just my whole plan of just bringing the youth back to substance, but also letting our OGs know like, yo, listen to what we have to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's that's my whole motive uh, with this art and just showing the, showing the new young demographic, showing, showing, bringing the young demographic, bringing us together, you know what I'm saying? Cause I hate when OGs is at the young heads, not even when the young heads is at the OGs. So I feel like we all need to find balance and when we all yep. together, it's just wrong. Like, I'm, I'm one of those people that do want to work with a young boy, but then turn around and want to work with a Nas, you know what I'm saying? So yep, yep. That's, that's just how I am and how I want to reach people. Like, I want to reach as much people as I can. So if I have to go work with a little Uzi and then turn around and go do a record with, I don't know, uh, I don't know, Jay or something, you know, just, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. In that, just in that realm, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I will, I will go that extra amount, you know? So. But you, 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 you couldn't see it, but, but Mylon almost dropped his phone when you said you might work with Lil Uzi Bird. He, again, he, <laughs> he, he, there's something about in his brain. He just, you know, I don't know. He like, <laughs> you're like the nah, only person nah. in the age of 23 that he's like, oh no, nah, I actually, I actually talked to this dude, but like, yeah, you, you said that he's like, wait, who? Uh, uh, no, I can't. Nah, I was using it as an analogy. Yeah, we need to go back, go back to Simba and Mufasa. Go back, go back. To no, but I, I will say, and, and I, I'm, we had, we've had podcast conversations about that because J. Cole was, was big. I, I feel like he was, in, he was an example of being very open to, I want to work with everybody. And he was acknowledged yeah. by working with everybody. We get to be in the studio and I get to talk to Young Thug and tell him, you know, some positive stuff. And, and then we can do a song together. Um, he's done a song with, um, who, who I don't, I think he really rides the line of both like Ratchet and then he can actually say something is a baby. Like he he can rap, that dude mm -hmm. can really, he really yeah. has bars. And then he, he yeah, I love the baby. I wanna make a song and yeah. make you dance and then I can say a song. It's kind of deep talking about his family. Like he's just a, a really, he's an artist. To me, that's what art, mm -hmm. an artist is supposed to look like. Right. I will, 
I will say this and and ask a question and make a statement at the same time about Jamla, the, the artist group. So you have uh, GQ, who's from Oakland. Yeah. You have Ian Kelly, who's uh-huh. from Oakland. So I actually... Again, I don't know. I'm not trying to go back to basketball. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not trying to say you can't hoop. I'm just saying I have seen GQ hoop. He hoop. I've seen him hoop. <laughs> have you ever played GQ in basketball? And if so, what happened? You said, "Have I ever played GQ in basketball?" Yes, sir. Yeah, no, I never played Q because I don't want that smoke. See, <laughs> he's, really, he's really, he's really, he's really like that. Yes, I'll be dabbling. I dabble. I'll be dabbling in basketball, but I'm going to tell you right now, rapping is where it's at for me. Like, basketball is – I'm a fan of basketball. I watch basketball. But when it comes to being nice on the court, that's where Q really is like that at. But, like, uh, rap – even rap is nice. Like, I play rap one-on-one. Oh, for real? Yeah. This is, like, when I was 14, 13, though. And at first, I thought I was was killing her, but then she came and, like, bust, like, three – Three threes Ooh. in my face. So, <laughs> I was just like, I right, you got it. Is she, like, is she left-handed? Uh, I'm not sure. I think so. Is she I left-handed? Like I think. She... I don't know. I feel. Yeah, yeah. Hugh, I saw. I I saw him. Um, when he was when he was living out here, just playing basketball mm-hmm. at Oakland Tech with um with with a very all-starry like team. They were one of the best teams in the in the state. Um, yeah, he obviously went on to play at North Carolina. Um, I still talk to him. His sister hoops. Um, we were going to Cal together, um, but I, I I need to get him and, and Ian Kelly on here to to, to kind of have like a, a a town conversation. Hey, I was, yeah, about to, I was gonna ask Rupert. I didn't want to cut you yeah, off, but but I, I'm I am I am curious to know. So in case you don't know, Dev is, Dev is from Long Beach slash LA slash all of Southern California. He just known all. Yeah, I moved around a lot, so uh, LA County. You know, I, yeah, I, I just know it. down there. Milan claims half of America, but including <laughs> um, Oakland for whatever reason. I don't. He he's so been he's been there, ever only lived there for like no. I, no, I'm not saying I don't know why you claim Oakland, but I'm saying you claim half of America. It's <laughs> Seattle. It's he's he's all over the place. I only claim <laughs> Oakland. I've lived in, in LA for a little bit. I went to school in Michigan, but like I only claim Oakland, right? But because right, of this, right. this Oakland connection, it's for us, like when we see a, a, a GQ, a Ian Kelly, both from the town too, it seems like it seems like Knife like kind of pays attention to what's going on in the Bay specifically. Um yeah. have y'all ever had that conversation or is like is there anything about like you know Oakland or the town or, or the Bay that kind of draws ninth or or just Jamla's attention as a, as a whole? Well, most definitely Q has a big influence on that, especially around the studio, just making sure he keeps us in tune with what's going on in Oakland. He tells us what's happening in Oakland. And okay. Q has brought a lot of his homies down to Raleigh and to ninth. And like, for example, that's how we found Ian Kelly. Like Ian Kelly was just coming down just recording and we just found we just realized he was like so dope it was like it's only right that he's a part of the team so right, he right. Has, has a big influence on what we know from oakland and the bay area that's dope so what you're so what you're basically saying is you you, you don't want to you don't want to say it on this podcast but 
Jamla's about to sign Dame Dash. That's what's about. Dame Dollar is about oh, to sign I'm like, Jamla. Hey, Dash. I'm like, I don't know Dame Dash. Right. Right. No, Dame Dollar. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's official, but it's it's only right. I mean, before you know, it's basketball. You can rap. You know why not? Just sign Dame Dollar. Just, just oh, go ahead. I don't, I don't know about that, but we going. We going. <laughs> I, I rock with Dame though. I rock with Dame most definitely. But well, I don't know. We gonna see. Shout out to Dame though. <laughs> I'll put those words in my mouth. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. For sure. Well, hey, hey, uh, Ruben, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I have like, like, twenty other questions. I was like, gonna say this could be and, different parts. Uh, yeah, bro. It's but 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 you know, I I know you I know you got other business to take care of, and we don't want to uh, we we don't want to keep you too too much longer, man. But just one, want to say we we super super appreciate you. Um, for even thank y'all. Here, man um we are I, I think i can speak for all of us to say like yo anytime especially as, as the album is coming up if you want to come back talk about that some more if you just like yo i just want to talk to some folks about hip-hop and i don't feel like for whatever reason all the jamla ain't 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 really in the hip-hop mood right now you can come on just chop it up with us like right man um but you always gotta gotta got a space here um uh, sure. thank you man. man um so i just want to say I appreciate y'all for having me most definitely. Like this is this is this was great. It's all good, man. Man, all for good. sure, for sure. Um, it's good to have you. Uh, and since we since we are recording this, I got one one quick question. Uh since we are recording this during All-Star uh weekend. Who who you got? Team uh team LeBron or team or team Giannis? And again, Mylon may drop uh, on who you say, but uh so so just just know you're you're gonna have to cover the insurance if, if he drops his phone based off your answer. Oh Lord, uh, I'm going. I'm going with Team Brian, yo. Oh, uh, it, just, it, it just hit the floor, Rui. It just the the phone just hit the floor. I want you to know that. It just, no, it, it just hit the in, floor. In actuality, that's that's a that's a safe basketball bet. Giannis is a great basketball player. He's a horrible, oh, he's a horrible, <laughs> a horrible picker of players. <laughs> you got the yeah, first Brian. pick. I, yeah, I picked Dante <laughs> Jackson. Who is that? Like, I don't know. He just, I just like his last name. Like, dude, what are you doing? He's a horrible picker. His team is horrible. Yeah, Bron is where I'm at. Bron is definitely where I'm at with it. Yeah, as, no, as, he, should, yeah. as he should be for this particular season. But yeah, man, thank you guys for having me. It's oh, man, I appreciate sure, it. Ruben. Thank you, man. Hope to do it again soon. Yeah, man. We excited right, for everything man. coming too. I'm coming back most definitely when the album drops. I want to uh, get y'all take on it uh, yeah. and and see what y'all think of the album. So I definitely want to come back when the album comes out. And we can talk more easy. about that. For sure. You said what? I said, of, of course. That's too easy. Whenever yeah, you're ready. Most definitely. All right, bet. Well, I'm about to head out. My mom's about to come scoop me up. And I'm about to go get yes, ready, sir. go get a little fresh cut. Let's uh, get it. Go get, go get, go get fly for this photo shoot. I appreciate that's y'all. A, that's a working man right there. <laughs> All right, Thank you guys. Soon. All right. All right. Peace. Peace out. Yo, man. Um. Thank you for hooking that up, man. For real, <laughs> brother. You hooked that. You hooked him. Or you hooked us all up, bro. Uh, this is yo. That's that was the orchestration of that. Is like beyond human elements, right there. <laughs> nah, for real, for you real. know, it was great to get that story, man. Um, and you know, if y'all for for those who are listening who maybe have not heard of uh who, who have not heard of, of Ruben Vincent before. Um, we mentioned the adolescent project they dropped when he was just 13 years old. 
He dropped Myers Park in, I want to say, 2017, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he dropped a couple songs last last year that we mentioned. And then, um, you know, he has a project on the way that we were just talking about. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, I mean, I, I'm I'm super, super excited for uh, for for his music um, and just dope. I think that we got to to hear a little bit more about what he got coming up and just yep. like kind of what happens within the within the Jamla hemisphere, because I, I know that's something that we all respect. So if you're not up on Jamla for whatever reason, I feel like most folks who listen to this podcast probably are. But uh, if you not, for whatever reason, like go go check them out. Knife Wonder. It's just, I think it's, I don't know the exact website, but they got a it's website. JamaRecords.com. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that's where Rhapsody, you know, the label of Rhapsody. Uh, we mentioned GQ, Ian Kelly, Heather Victoria, Producers, Crisis, Eric G, Am. Uh, the, it, it goes on and on. Like this ain't even a, a promo thing, but just like that's how dope. That's it. Yep. Yeah, they, they they team is. Um, so would just uh, encourage anybody to go and uh, and check that out. Um, with that, I guess right before we get off, any any shout outs uh, from y'all that, that we need to get to before we we push our chairs back. Young Dev, you I, I know you be you be hit or miss with with with, with, the, with the shout outs, brother. Uh, you got any shout outs? Man, shout out. This is going to be a shout out to my prediction because I feel like with Ruben you know, finally being able to hit the scene, I, I gave one of those uh, year raps. Like, what are you expecting for the next year? Just constant new artists coming out, pushing the culture forward, dude. Like, shout out to this being real now. You feel me? Like, just shout out to like... He he just kind of covered maybe a mo- like four to five artists <laughs> that I was even expecting just on the, you know, the, the trajectory that he's on and even just where he's at mentally and how he's able to spit on his talent. Like, it's just like, man, like we could say a young Kobe Bryant, you feel me? Like, as long as he um, able to stay hungry like that, like, dude, the sky is the limit. So I'm going to just say shout out to that really manifesting and, and now we can tell Milan to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> that that's not gonna last very long, but no. but, but for sure. Well, uh you got any, any any shout outs black man? Um I in a similar vein uh following in 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 devs just just shouting out uh Ruben in general and then the I, I would I would just say the whole Jamla squad for being a family I, I that was a, one of the other questions. I did present the question, but just wanted to uh, delve more into what that's like for being the being the youngest in that family. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm like because it's there's a a lot of the things I heard him say about him watching and paying attention is kind of some of it is hey come watch me like Rhapsody come with mm-hmm. me like I'm about mm-hmm. to sign this contract I want you to see what it's like when you do it and then the other part is. You kind of gotta like push through all mm-hmm. of the big brothers and big sisters and get in the front and see what mm-hmm. what what's what's going on in here. And that's just a part of being a you know. I see with my with my with my youngest granddaughter is like, hey man, you gonna have to catch an elbow or get hit, get, get hit in the head with a with a toy because if you want to go over there, like this is what it is. And it's not about this is what you do. It's how do you do that and then you realize like oh snap like I heard him say like I'm the youngest so mm-hmm. the fact that I heard him say that he knows it yeah you gotta all right well Q's working on the album 
I'm gonna be in the studio. I want to mm. see what that's like. Mm. Oh snap, this guy's killer. Like I need to like I need to go back and you know make yeah. some change. Like mm. so, it, I think he's. I, I honestly, he gave the perfect analogy of the little Wayne. It's like he gets to be the mm. baby, mm. but see yeah. all of this awesomeness, and then at some point, it's gonna be like, all right, well y'all done, cool, boom, and it's just me. Mm. It's because right. that's right. how I mean. You can't even the outside of the you know the producers and the founders, like you can't point to where's Juvie, BG just got out of jail. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, not that that's the demise that I'm hoping, <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm just saying that the, the, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that the youngest went from being the baby to being mm-hmm. at one point considered the greatest. He had a, he had a span, him mm-hmm. being Lil Wayne, where he was the greatest rapper alive. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yep. Just, just it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I, I just did shouting out Rube and, and and the opportunity to to be able to do this, and I think piggybacking on what Deb said, manifest manifesting that that moment of him getting you know having to have a wheelbarrow of Grammys uh, or I would say Grammy caliber music because winning Grammys is clearly very awkward right now, but <laughs> just <laughs> just being in that conversation, just like Rhapsody went from. Who is Rhapsody to being mm-hmm. a Grammy nominated right. artist? Um, and so that that thing, that transition of him being in that same space, I think it'll be dope for him, his family, um, the community he comes from, um, and then obviously Jam, but just in general for for hip hop, it, it 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 it's a pebble on the scale to re, to return to the balance, mm-hmm. as I've always said. Yeah. It's like. These are moments like I, I, I think, oh, big crit, like okay, cool, I rock with big crit, but it's still ninety nine other rappers that are not doing what big crit is doing, and yes, we acknowledge it, and I think that's what we have this roundtable for is to say, you know what, we got to acknowledge the dopeness that is out there, that where there's an imbalance, we try to bring it back. So. Mm-hmm. For sure, uh, for me, I mean, you already shouted out. Jamma, so I, I'm on. I won't repeat that. But um, I realized when when we last recorded, it was again, unfortunately, due to um, you know the, um, the the Kobe Bryant and and uh, Gianna and the seven other victims uh, in the crash. And so my mind was was so preoccupied with that that we didn't acknowledge Black History Month. And so you know, being that this is the the next right. time that we recorded since then. Just shouting out all those who are doing anything to, well, we all making black history one way or another. Like, you know, what, whatever you do, yeah. whatever you say, whatever you post, it is contributing to black history in one way, you know, one way or another. But shout out to any and everybody who is actually going out there and contributing to Black History Month in a way that, that would make our, our ancestors proud. Uh, I hope that we're doing that here with, with, with the podcast. Um, and otherwise and whatever other spaces that we occupy but obviously just just wanted to acknowledge black history month although we know that we we celebrate that and lift lift up black history throughout every year every day um but just to at least say it here on the podcast and uh and say thank you to all those who have made such incredible incredible uh contributions to to our culture man um you know that's what we stand for like that's what what i and we love um and, and want to represent so um yeah everybody just please let, let, let's keep going out there making some some amazing black history um 
Otherwise, with that, again, hiphoproundtable.com. You can find us on iTunes as well, if that's your preference. If you search Hip Hop Roundtable, you can find us on oh, my Facebook. Bad. Real quick, up, my bad. I know this is the, we're, we're going to have an episode. Maybe we should do it like in the 99th episode as this episode is approaching. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. But <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about what I say. Just listen to what I say. <laughs> At some point, we got to acknowledge the fact that um, we have, that there are a family of hip hop roundtable listeners that have been yes, sir. talking with this. Oh, I know. Practice. We was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so that's, no, no yeah. I, was, I, I got you. As, I was going to talk to y'all about yeah, that offline. As Dev yeah, passed it to me, I was like acknowledging the, the props he was giving Ruben. And then when you started talking, when you said hiphoproundtable.com, I, it, it dawned on me. It's like, yo, like we've been here for a minute we'll and there's some yes. people. That we literally need to like, yo, if you have been here the first one to the table and haven't left yet. And there's new people to the table. So I just wanted to acknowledge I, the I, table sitters, the family, the HHAR2 family. I, I feel it. We, 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 we like have that. those conversations. I like that. We, and we've been sleeping on that. Oh, Real ahead. quick, we've been sleeping on we've been sleeping on the hashtags as of late. That's kind of what made our core, you know, hashtag table sitters. <laughs> come to the table like those we don't we don't have fans we have table sitters and come to the table man and yeah, folks that come to the table right, so all our table sitters one if you can please go to the website and subscribe um we would also though well i think i i'm, I'm gonna put it out there we've been kind of talking about it. i was gonna talk to you about it offline but we would love to have some of kind of the most faithful uh table sitters come and, and actually join us uh, on the podcast too, as we uh, move into kind of this next phase of us kind of getting this back together, getting our grind back, uh, building out this website, um, just really, really looking to, to 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 take this thing to the next level. We've been talking about it for a minute, but we actually putting money and time and effort into that uh, into those words. And so, um, yes, I mean, if you can subscribe and hit us, just let us know you want to be down, like to to come on and have that combo. Depending upon how many we get, we may do two or three, but I already got at least a couple folks in mind um, who I know have, have been really rocking with us for a while. Um, and so- it, Yeah, no, that's it. no I, was just, I was just thinking, uh, yeah, I was agreeing with what you were saying. Uh, it was it was all valid. Yeah, that's all. so uh, anyway, with that, again, hiphoproundtable.com, please go. There is a, a place to subscribe there. Please do so. Um, uh, again, on, on iTunes, if you so choose that platform. Facebook, if you search Hip Hop Roundtable on IG, you can get us at Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast. Um, yeah, man, we we out here, we moving. Uh, you can also find each of us on our own uh, on our own uh, individual um, platforms, and then we will also put in the show notes uh, uh, Ruben Vincent's uh, social media handles and all that, so that you can follow him. Be sure to uh, to link up with him and whatnot as well. So with all that said, we're going to push our chairs back from the round table and holler at y'all on the next one. Peace. Peace.